When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. CBD takes away inflammation. It takes away anxiety. It's an and, not an or. Mm -hmm. So people think that, you know, it's CBD or THC. It's an and. Mm -hmm. And matter of fact, you'll have one of the best highs ever when you combine the two. We're also in Atlanta, Georgia, in the South, yeah. so you have a whole lot of people like, "Oh, I don't, I don't mm-hmm, do that," right. but everybody does. Mm. Welcome, you are tuned into Monuments to Me, brought to you by Revolt. This podcast is a space for honest and relevant conversations meant to recharge Black women and inspire you on your journey. We're your hosts, Akila Friend and Ty McRae, and each week we'll be addressing a range of topics from self-care, entrepreneurship, to politics and relationships. Join us as we explore the ups and downs and bask in the joys of Black womanhood. Welcome to Monuments to Me, y'all, brought to you by Revolt. This is for Black women, those who love Black women, really a protected space all throughout. We are here to talk about CBD for mental health and just around the CBD industry overall, just, you know, the fact that it continues to thrive, talk about the current mental health crisis that we have in this nation, in this world, talk about the fact that you are two Black women in this space that are you know, usually not catered for us <laughs> or by us. So how about you all introduce yourselves to our audience and just do Are you go first? Sure. I am Brandy Elise. I am a voiceover artist, TV host. Put me on a game show, somebody. Yes. Uh, I'm feeling the voiceover. And, yeah, right? oh yeah, it's like, welcome to Monuments to Me. I am your guest this evening, Brandy Elise, and I do voiceover work and on-camera stuff. So if you want some CBD also, we have a company called Yanoya. Honey? Yeah, so uh, (laughs) my name is Danielle Gray. I am a co-founder along with Brandy Elise for World of Yanoya, Yanoya for short. Yanoya means beautiful thinking. 
our company is about a mindful or focused on mindfulness, mental health and self-care. So and how CBD plays into all of those things. That's what we do. My background is in marketing and we've talked a little bit about that. Uh, so I do the graphic design, I design the logo, design the everything uh, mm-hmm. with it. So it's my, you know, it's it's my favorite thing to do. And she knows how to connect with people. So us mm-hmm. together, it was perfect. So, yeah, that's my intro. Yes. <laughs> how did you start on this journey and how do you use CBD in your own lives? So daily. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> when Brandy and I started dating, we both, well, let me step back. I used to drink like, you know, we all, especially in college and all those things. And my mom got sick and she needed a liver transplant. So during that time, she couldn't drink anything. And I didn't want to be around her drinking or having anything. So I discovered weed. I discovered like I discovered all these things because we both played uh, sports Mm -hmm. our whole life, like Mm -hmm. in college and everything. So it was like extra. No, you do not touch any of this. I won't be able to play. Yeah, yeah, you won't be able to play lose scholarship. So it was just a definite not. So. When we got together, by that time, I was like, I'm interested. And she was like, all in. And we were like, ooh, cool. We get to date somebody that enjoys the same things. But we're both work from home. We're both entrepreneurs. So mm-hmm. as we're thinking, it was like a whole thing. And Brandy actually came up with our first product. Yeah, the uh, honey, because I love marijuana. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do that while I was doing CBD. I'm sorry, while I was doing voiceover work. It was messing with my throat, and I didn't sound very good. So I was like, hmm, we should put this in tea or honey. Yeah. And so our CBD honey was our very first product, and people took so well to it. because, And it was a nice, like... It was a nice step into that CBD world for people who are a little uneasy with it or don't know where to begin with it because they'll look at a tincture and be like, oh, my God, what is that? You know, Mm -hmm. so honey is like, "Mm, I know exactly what to do with that. So that was easy. And now we've moved on to so many other products like for our pets. We are dog moms. Yeah, dog moms. And and really like the experience was Brandy came up with the honey. I was like, ooh, something to brand. And it just kept on growing and flowing. And we added agave. Then we did uh, Georgia peach tinctures uh, (laughs) and gummies. And then, like, she was like, we got to do something for pets. Because Mm -hmm. her smallest dog that's now passed had a lot of seizures. And we found out how much CBD helped with seizures, not just in people, but in in pups, too. Actually, we're we're really more on this THC side as users at, mm-hmm. at then we were yeah. and it wasn't until Ruby Rose got sick and I was like over and over again and I'm like I can't keep taking her to the doctor yeah. like every time this happens because they can't tell me why she was having seizures she was like soaking wet 3.5 pounds yeah, she was a teacup Yorkie <laughs> and we, I was like alright well we started giving her CBD and I was like this motherfucker has an appetite. They were giving her this compound that was just knocking her out, just like they do to us in the real world. You yeah. know, pharmaceuticals. They mm-hmm. give us all this and they expect our body to just be able to deal yeah. with it and be able to break it down. And mm-hmm. she just couldn't even move. And when she started using the CBD, she started eating. She started being herself again. I was like, wow. <laughs> There's so much to what y'all are yeah. saying, but I want to like take it back to just the will to even want to mm-hmm. do this as a product mm-hmm. because. When I think about CBD, and obviously now I'm thinking more about the THC Mm -hmm. (laughs) side of things, it sounds like it's already taboo. You talk about it taboo in sports, but just taboo for you to just even be doing this recreationally, outwardly, with certain friends, just walking down the street. You know, to take that and create a business, so it's not like that you're just using it, but you're selling it, and you all are the face of this business. How did you get that will to say, no, I'm ready to start this business in this industry 
no matter what. Because people need to know what this does for you. They need to understand like that this is this is life changing. You know, you can get off of your nighttime meds, you can stop using ibuprofens, you can like literally wean your way off of medications, you know. And really program yourself to just think differently, just like when you change your diet, you change the way that, you know, instead of Robitussin, maybe thinking about taking CBD and taking some deep breaths Mm -hmm. and doing some yoga and stretching before you go to bed. Just really giving you something else to think about instead of like, here, take this. We're not just trying to sling you CBD. So I'm excited to try your products for this reason. So I use THC and when I try CBD, I don't notice anything. So I'm just like, am I doing this? Because I always, I feel like once you go hard with THC, CBD, I'm like, maybe it'll never work for me. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I can't wait. So may I? <laughs> so this is a great, great starting point. THC is where my heart began. <laughs> and, and quite honestly, where it still is. And you don't have to choose. Some people feel like you have to choose. What I describe is THC gives you something. It gives you a high. CBD is about what it takes away. CBD mm-hmm. takes away inflammation. It takes away anxiety. It takes, it's like the absence of. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you're not going to, if you're looking to feel something, that's not what it will do. Mm-hmm. What it will do is take away a lot of the voices in our head mm-hmm. just for, and what we call an unbothered feeling, a nice mm-hmm. relaxed mm-hmm. space. I love that's that explanation. Yeah. What does it take away? Because that's those are things that are more subtler to notice. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you have to be self-aware, too. And, you know, to your point also about, like, how we got into it, we're also queer women. Mm. So we're already choosing something that's already, like, we already are okay with being out the box. Okay. So it was like, okay, for me, from a corporate standpoint, I was in, like, I, I had my marketing business, but I was working with mostly corporate clients. And I was like, I got to come out of the closet mm-hmm. about CBD and about cannabis. And it was the same, that same experience of coming out of the closet about who I love was right. a similar experience of coming out of the closet for this, too. Nice. And it was just like, you know, so what? And we knew that there was not enough of us in this industry. We knew that because we looked around and and. From a marketing standpoint, I was like, nobody is giving love to it. It's just like, let's put a a leaf on it and sell it and sling it. And I'm like, there's more to this because it's such a beautiful. They're looking at it as money. Yeah, exactly. They're not looking at it like, how can this help people? Let me give the manuals and descriptions. This is what you're putting in your body. And a piggyback where you were. Yeah. It's an and, not an or. Mm -hmm. So people think that, you know, it's CBD or THC. It's an and. Mm -hmm. And matter of fact, you'll have one of the best highs ever when you combine the two. They work better So together. the entourage effect. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a very, so you're not too far. You're not, like, you're, you're just in a really good space. And actually, tidbit, if you ever get too high, CBD helps you come down. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm, I'm a lightweight. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> brownie, that's something people like, wait, if I have too much of that brownie, I'm like, saying. yeah. Just so look back. No, I hear that the cannabis industry notoriously is just so exclusionary. How did you two get in? What kind of obstacles are you facing? Mm-hmm. Tell us more about that. I mean, and talk about the expenses, too. Yeah. Yes. To yeah. So I think one big expense that we don't have is marketing because mm-hmm. that's what I do for a living. Yeah. So that I think that that is a huge piece that we just didn't have to yeah. invest in. But as far as getting into it, trying to understand where to start there's no path for this like Mm -hmm. it's like okay 
Um, we want to have a CBD business. Oh, yeah, we're also in Atlanta, Georgia, in the South. Yeah. So you have a whole lot of people like, oh, I don't I do not do that. Right. But everybody does. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to talk about it. So you have this, like, Southern hospitality mm-hmm. thing going on <laughs> that nobody's being open. But as soon as what we found is when we become more open. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Everybody else, yeah. and that's just in life and conversations it's and everything else. Just a safe place to mm-hmm. talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Like, so what does this do again? Because I'm listening to you all talk about how taboo it is, and I'm like, I live in Oakland. It's yeah. way different. Right. We're, we're fine. Right. Right. What else do you think you need to do to make CBD really feel like the potency that you all described? Mm. You know, I think what what we've realized is that. People want to take something and it be like this magic wand that changes. That's me. I'm people. people. I'm people. I'm like, if I'm going to do this. Right, right. You want it it to be that. Right, right. That's Western medicine. And if it works immediately, I feel like you should worry. True, true, true. Right, like everything is fine. But I think that, you know, what we've realized is that it's it's better when you add like you know self-care to it we know that self-care is important we know that just by being separate even before we were in a relationship how important it was for me to meditate what do i what do i want to accomplish today let me go out i mean we have dogs so we go walk on in nature preserves our big mission what we talk about is reminding people that they're human we're so online this is just one of those steps Mm -hmm. to be like okay look you're in there. Yeah. You're so disconnected. You're on your phone. You're not mm-hmm. in your body. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think CBD takes self-awareness is because you have to be like, what do you even feel? Mm-hmm. Some people, people don't, don't even know what they mean. Every conversation yeah, we've you know? had mm-hmm. on this podcast has come back to that point yes. mm-hmm. of being self-aware yes. and how much we're disconnected with our body. Mm-hmm. We had a conversation about fibroids and it was just like women being disconnected from their body every conversation so tell me about your journey of just connecting to your body maybe because you were athletes it always was the case but tell us more at state farm we're committed to uplifting black futures in collaboration with organizations like 100 black men and national urban league state farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing all while offering academic support life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Okay. Yeah, she's so yeah. when we first started dating, we started taking energy healing classes. Ooh, we did them separately. That. And that I think because of the relationships that we had gotten out of, we didn't want that to happen again. So we really took ourselves very seriously and we were really protecting ourselves, you know? And the energy energy healing class for me, the one-on-ones and being able to talk to someone about like my issues, but at the same time addressing my body. So I was laying there and he was like touching my stomach and we were doing an exercise and he was like, I was like, I don't feel it. He was like, you don't feel below your belly button? And I didn't, it was so numb. 
So now I know the importance of like gut training and I do my gut training every night because this is like your second brain. Yeah. It'll tell on you real quick. That's mm-hmm. why I'm going through the issues with my face. I turned vegan this week. Okay. I'm just trying to, get, trying to get my life back and together. And I think once you start tapping into little things like unnumbing parts of your body, now you're going to start feeling and all these other emotions going to come up. A lot of people don't want to deal with that. And for us... Waking up in the morning and we finally got our groove. Like I'll go to Pilates in the morning and the gym and then I can come home and finally talk about work. But I can't wake up and just mm-hmm. be Get magic. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. I'm know? like, so we need to do X, Y, Z. So, but we had to we had to realize that. And I think that process is not easy. Mm-hmm. Finding yourself and discovering yourself is not easy. That's why we're like, hey, take a gummy. This is nice not going to be a. Yeah. It's yeah. not. It's, it's going to be a roller coaster, yeah. but it's so worth it. When you know who you are, you yeah. feel good about yourself. You feel good about what you're putting in your body. Because uh, there's, like I said, people think about shot. Like, oh, let me take a shot to take the edge off. You can do the same thing mm-hmm. with this gummy and take mm-hmm. the edge off, okay. you know, and, and it not be putting weight on you right. and not be, I mean, alcohol is, is really bad. Now, I'm not saying that we don't drink, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's not the best thing for you. There are other so. things to do. And to you to mm-hmm. use CBD every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us yeah. how, is it, you know, with sure. the morning tea? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is Brandy. When I wake up in the morning, I immediately take a gummy before I even walk out the door. I've found that it's helped like just let me start with an even chill. Like, because there's certain things that might bother me or annoy me pretty immediately. And it'll help me look at it and just take a beat and go, okay, I'll deal with that. Instead of going, just yeah, beginning so that effective. way, you know? Mm-hmm. And then after I go Pilates, I can like, I'm ready to talk to people at the gym. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then I'm ready to begin my day. But then for the evening, I, <laughs> I fall asleep just fine. I wake up in the middle of the night. Mm. Do you really? Interesting. Uh, okay. There's so many people like us. I promise you. Mm. So what I've learned was, because I used to take red wine and melatonin and go to sleep. And a lot of people do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And That's I mean, the potent combo. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, was go- I was going through the most. And yes. Nothing was working. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I was even, weed wasn't even working. So in the evening now, in the melatonin gave me nightmares. Terrible nightmares. And people are giving it to the kids now because we can't even go there. Right. If I forget to go to sleep without taking at least three to four gummies, which is 10 milligrams a piece, I need about, yeah, about three to four milligrams. I will wake up like clockwork about 420. What though? Is it kind of like just thinking about? It's almost like I just get up. Almost Mm. like I've had enough sleep. Oh, okay. You know? And now I'll take my gummies about maybe 1130, take about three or four of them, or I can gradually take like two and then another two, however you want to do it. Mm -hmm. And I have the best sleep and I feel yeah. rested when I wake up, which is really, really great. And I don't feel like drunk, like punch drunk. Like That's I what I was about to ask you. And maybe it's my own ignorance, but I'm thinking when you do that, do you still feel present with what's going on? So right? I will say it depends on your right. level of anxiety, pain, mm-hmm. all of that, because it plays a factor. Because there's some days where my 10 milligrams in the morning, I may need two. two. I might right. be on my period. I right. may need more than that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, But it helps with cramps. Yes. Yeah. Great. So it goes upon, like, your feelings. So it's like, what? How do I feel today? But that's also a nice temperature check in general Mm -hmm. because we don't do that. We don't check in with ourselves. We just go. Mm -hmm. Are these full Mm -hmm. spectrum? So you get a little THC in there? These are broad. So yeah. So Mm -hmm. these are so that was that's a great question. Mm -hmm. We our topicals are full spectrum. Our products are broad spectrum. Can you focus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so there is like isolate, which means it's like CBD only, one cannabinoid. Then there's broad spectrum that has. All the cannabinoids besides THC, so no THC, and then there's full spectrum that 
that has like less than 0.3% of TAC. Mm-hmm. What we realized, our audience were people that were new to the space. So they were like, I don't, or they had a horrible experience with TAC and they're like, I don't want the one with the TAC. So we were like, okay. It's clear that we need to have something for, we have a lot of flight attendants that mm-hmm. are concerned about THC. We have a lot of people that just don't want the THC. Can't, can't, yeah. can't touch right. where we can't be. Right. 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 But, but you still want to be able to have that relaxation right. and things too. So I'm good for like during my day, I'm wanting to do my to-do list and I like taking a gummy before my to-do list because what I typically do when I think about my, oh, I need to just do it. Right. And so I'm like, Chill. Mm-hmm. Let me write out everything. And that's the full spectrum. That's the broad. Yeah, that's the broad. But mm-hmm. also at home, you know, there's both. There's right. both <laughs> available. But we, you know, for creativity, I'm here for the TAC. But then the CBD, it helps me to really focus on the business yeah. aspects, mm-hmm. the things that because all of this stuff is new. We're also talking about entrepreneurship and being in an industry that you don't know what, like you're just trying to figure it out. So I'm just trying to keep it cool. If I can't find some, like we took some gummies on the, on the way here. Cause we were like, you know, we don't want to be late Mm -hmm. you know, so it's, Mm -hmm. it's those moments where you don't want to lose yourself with anxiety and all that. So I usually just take, you know, one or two, I don't require as much as her, I have like one, but we do have, have a times. Yeah. We do also have a product called Night Night, um, mm-hmm. and that was inspired by Kevin Hart, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Night Night, oh, you okay. know. <laughs> but the idea with CBD, we can't as a business make any claims, okay. so we can't say this will help you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. We can't. We can't actually say that. So we're like, like CBD night, industry as a whole. Yeah, as a oh, as yeah, a whole, you good. just have to be very careful about how you you. It's just like you can't make these claims. But we all know it's true. There's all this testing and everything. But night night we have for what that has CBD and CBN. Now CBN is a, another cannabinoid that there's a hundred so plus of them. Yeah. But CBN is actually how I describe CBD and CBN for the THC people is that CBD is kind of like the uh, sativa. Right. CBN is the indica. <laughs> I'm usually a, a drops person. Mm-hmm. I like gum- gummies are easy because you could just go, but they, yeah. they do take longer to hit. Mm-hmm. The oil, when you do it sublingually underneath your tongue, it hits a little bit faster. If I know I'm about to go into this meeting with somebody mm-hmm. that like, gets under my skin, I'm like, you know what? Okay. And then I'm cool. Okay. I have a great meet. I'm like, yeah, sure. Something about the, the, the aspect of doing that under your tongue. Like, let me just hold my... Yeah, just hold my tongue. It's all a meditation, but it's it's protecting yourself, protecting your peace. Mm -hmm. And that's what we talk about is that this just allows you, empowers you to not let yourself, not let anybody see you struggle. Don't give them that. Yes. Is there a product or not within your product line that would make more sense to do? Or really, like you said, it depends on how you, right. It it really depends. I think that people that want to just kind of start, we always suggest gummies. Gummies are easy. You don't have to figure out how much you're doing. It's in every, and they taste good. They're vegan. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're good. The tinctures though, for people that have real, like, you know, I'm dealing with some real anxiety. Mm -hmm. We have people that are going through a tough time Mm -hmm. or, you know, just different moments. Yeah, and that generation was so, oh, yeah. you know, like 
absolutely no, you know, drugs. Yeah. Drugs is That's the, drugs. the worst. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the worst thing. Uh, but what I've also found is that a lot of people our age mm-hmm. are giving it to their parents, mm-hmm. and they're realizing, oh, this is very helpful, especially the topical stuff. Yes, because we do have like um, roll-on. We have salves that mm-hmm. you can put on your body, mm-hmm. so we give it to like massage, all that yeah. stuff. My question is, what's the vision? Because mm-hmm. I, is this to eventually develop THC products? I know that's a lot more complicated, a harder industry to enter into licensing. What are you thinking? That's so funny yeah, you we, said that. Because we were just talking about this the other day. I'm going to go to the CBD side, though. Okay. Because I think that we... I love that we're a CBD company because it really separates us from so many other companies that are THC. And there's not that many of us that exist in that world. And it's nice to shine a light on CBD because people think that THC is better. Mm, and true. they're like, oh, you guys are still doing CBD? We're like, yeah. <laughs> there's such a market for it. And people kind of treat it like it's not significant, but it's huge. Like, so I'm cool with being in this for now, but I think THC would be a separate brand. Yeah, that's what we talked about. And we're always trying to figure this out because regulations change. We've seen a lot of things with California, how the black market is starting to outweigh the the legal market. And it's just like, whoo, that's scary. So to us, as far as now, CBD, we can do it in any state that we want Mm -hmm. to. We can mail it. Yeah, Yeah. we can mail it. There's just such a, a, a space for that now. We do want to get in THC, but what I will tell you what is much more interesting to us is psychedelics. Okay. So, you know, um, and honestly, that's where Unoya came from mm. because we did not want to have just a weed brand because that's, we knew that it was bigger than that. So that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, it's an interesting but, one. <laughs> but, 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 but psychedelics, I think, um, specifically for our community as it connects to our ancestors and, mm-hmm. and all those things, I think that it that's really the like, world of what psychedelics things. are you talking about? You're talking about like mushrooms, mushrooms. Like ayahuasca, like what are you talking about? We're, we're talking about mushrooms, but you know. That, that's the main one, my mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. we like psychedelics. Yeah, yeah. Psych- <laughs> yeah. I mean, it keeps it's, us uh, very open, and mm-hmm. you can see people's energy real clear. Nice, well, nice. It's really nice, and that's why we called it the world of Unoya, the world of beautiful thinking. So uh, it can be whatever you want it to be. For some people, CBD is is what sure. enters that world for yeah. them. For other people, it's THC. For yeah. other people, and then there's just different levels to it. Yeah, I mean, I think we definitely want to see it grow, but I think also there's a space for us to grow in a way of being able to offer, like, different sort like, wellness. Mm-hmm. You know, we do CBD sound baths. Uh, mm-hmm. We were at Unbothered, and we were able to do a – it was a Refinery29's Unbothered at uh, here in Atlanta – and we did this huge CBD sound bath where people took like two gummies or so, get laid on a yoga mat and just listen to the them play the bowls and all that. So it's like it's healing, mm-hmm. too. And that's kind of where we want to go is showing people how to incorporate this in their lives. Talk about because, you know, our 29 Unbothered is a little more centered to our, towards like black women. Yeah. And obviously you doing that event, like I'm assuming that the, the audience were black, yes. <laughs> black yeah. women. When it comes to black women, even the whole idea with psychedelics and the connecting to your ancestors, obviously CBD aren't psychedelics, yeah, you're but right, just, right. just that route and why you think it's so important for black women especially to really explore this lens. You know, we actually have this conversation a lot, especially with our close group of black women that are doing their own thing. Like mm-hmm. we're, we are a special group of superheroes. I know that I've done so much more and work really hard And I still don't, I'm like, well, I'm still trying, I'm looking for value or looking for, okay, now do you see this? And I'm looking at other people that are not like, I mean, 
quite honestly, white men counterparts that are doing mediocre work. And I don't feel like I belong as much as they belong. Mm. Why is that? Mm. I belong here. And so I think that that's really what we want for people to be able to know is specifically to black women. You deserve to be here. You deserve to be in the room and you don't need don't look for validation. You are the validation. Okay. And I think that that is what our overall goal is. It's like, yo, you can do way more than what you think you can. I think that we just, as black women, we have a very special experience that we have in the world of people looking at us just differently. But we are so strong. Yes. Like, it's, it's just insane. Everyone, I'm, I'm like, yo, why are we questioning ourselves? This don't make no sense. Like, we should be in the room. What? Yeah. Right. We should be leading the room, yeah, actually. There we go. So <laughs> My brother-in-law died suddenly. And now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. I'm I'm from Atlanta, so I get real black real quick. <laughs> she said I had all black teachers. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. I, we were just talking about that with yeah, another like yeah. I'm like I'm from New York and I'm from Philly. I'm, that doesn't happen. They, they were around, but yeah. it was very melting pot. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. I would say about half of my teachers were black. Really? Yeah. Could you imagine black. everyone? Like the, I mean, yeah. I mean, every single person, yeah. the person that delivered her mail, like yeah. the I mean, everyone in her yeah. community. Yeah. Well, it was wild to me. I mean, yeah. like my orthodontist, dentist, doctor, all my. I remember every one of my teachers being black. So yeah. it's just, it's something that I just grew up with and That's I'm very, it. very passionate about. <laughs> Come on, black educators. You don't see, you don't see her, her fist right. in the air right now. I'm just I'm trying to keep it cool. Keep it cool. <laughs> yes. That's dope. That's dope. We talked about this at the beginning about your beautiful relationship. Yeah. But you're in this beautiful, loving relationship and you're doing business together. Mm -hmm. What are some boundaries you've had to set? How does this work? Yeah, yeah. Well, we've learned a lot. We've learned. <laughs> Which is why I get up at 6.30 and go to Pilates. And by the time she gets up, it's about nine. Well, not nine, but like by the time we see each we other see again. Each other, yeah. I think we've learned that like, no, when I wake up and turn over, I don't want to talk about business and it's not because I don't care. It's because I'm. you're not going to get all of me right now. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get me thinking and I'm going to feel like I, I'm that person. I feel like I have to answer in that moment because she's like, she thinks a lot faster than I do. And I think a little longer. I need to write it down. I need to see it. I want to be able to be fully prepared. And we're just different. And at first it was frustrating, but it's just the passion that we both have. But we had to figure out in our own individual ways how to work separately and be able to bring it together. Okay. And to be able to trust that the other one is going to do what they said they were going to do. Because her thing is time, and my thing is I have time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a yeah. good yeah. thing. Yeah. So she comes from a corporate setting, mm -hmm. and I come from, you know, I've taught tennis, and I have a different schedule, mm -hmm. and I've worked, I've been a bartender, cocktail waitress, all that kind of stuff. So it's just like, I'm like, there's lots of time. We're in Atlanta. This didn't count today. This is like an anomaly. We're right. never late like ever like this. But, you know, we try to be very good. At, well, and also we try to mind each other because at first – 
we're very respectful of one another. And that's something that I've never had in a relationship until her. Because even in an argument or a disagreement, we don't come out of our mouth to one another. We don't speak poorly. I mean, we just could never. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's my best friend. So it's like, we're going to talk about this. It may be difficult. We're going to light this joint. Yeah, okay, no, that is. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. I was gonna say that is the key to this relationship. <laughs> Honestly, when things get heated, because we do see things differently, we were raised differently. Yeah. So there are certain things that, like, my mom's a psychologist. So yeah. and, and that's God, a, that, right. that's, yeah. things like that. I'm like, okay. That's a part of why I'm so in love with marketing is that psychology side of of creating mm-hmm. something that really resonates with people. But I also realized there's things that she taught me how to that I can do so quickly mm-hmm. and express something that not everybody is just going to jump to. And I think that, too, we realized what each of our superpowers were, were mm-hmm. and we stay in each other's lane. Like we yeah. stay in I stay in my lane. She stays in her lane. And I think we had to really figure out. Okay. I mean, and we was, don't want to be in each other's lanes. Yeah, yeah. right. And and I, I think what she can do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we yeah. had to to really pull respect into it. like, okay, this is what you're going to do. This is what I'm going to do. We have meetings now. We just uh, We had to really set boundaries. Yeah. 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 Be accountable and like really go, okay, on the calendar it says 9:30 we're supposed to meet. Are we still having this meeting or like mm-hmm. at least touch base cuz before I think we were just trying to mind each other's feelings yeah. mm-hmm. so much and it'd be like I wanted to ask you but and then it becomes an argument like why didn't you just say something and it's just like If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Now we're just like, hey, did you do that? Like, there's no yeah. emotion attached to this point. And, you know? and that's the thing. I think the the difference with this is that the business has to be like you have to mm-hmm. take the personal side out. We really compartmentalize. And I think the other thing is making sure that once the day is over, it's over, mm-hmm. and we're not talking about mm-hmm. business. That's something I had to learn. I was going to say that would be my biggest yeah, that, issue. Yeah, because I'm. I would make it bleed into. Going on a walk. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, and the thing is, like I said, we love talking about. Mm-hmm. I realized the difference. We love talking about our goals. That's fun. Yeah. But talking about tasks okay. and like, well, did you do that? Do I'm like, okay. There's not a place for that. But date nights, like I was saying before, putting those on the calendar, mm-hmm. making sure we had that. Yeah. I think just overall being super clear and and, and being able to communicate with each other yeah, is exactly. like. Yo, this is how I feel today. And and at this point, we've been together four and a half years now. Is Thank yeah. you. Is that, you know, we can separate, like... That's what separate the dating from, from yeah, the from separate the Yeah, yeah. separating mm-hmm. the business and the... Like, mm-hmm. it just really has to be in two different worlds. Because I would feel like just little things, like me asking you how your day was. Can I ask you that anymore? I know how your day was. <laughs> yeah, like, we, we, you were right there. You know? <laughs> but I think it just gives us more things to talk, talk about. about. We okay. really talk about so many mm-hmm. things. And we I never think, run out. Yeah, there are moments can. where it's really quiet in the house and we won't talk to each other. That's when you know, right? When yeah. You yeah it's very <laughs> But you know how, like, before... I know when I was younger, I tried to, like, force a conversation mm-hmm. or think that maybe that person's mad at me because we're not speaking. Right. Now I'm just kind of like... I don't even have to check in. I don't have to do any of that. Mm-hmm. I don't. There's no light touches. There's no, you know, <laughs> temperature checks. He's like, you good? Yep. All right. I don't know if it makes any difference, but you guys are in a queer relationship, LGBTQ plus community. When it comes to CBD, when it comes to business, when are there any nuances we should know about? Because we're also talking about black women and mm-hmm. just being in the industry. But you're black. You're queer. You're leading this mm-hmm. business. 
I have only seen it as a, a positive. I think that there are, and we, again, we're in Atlanta. This is a very special yes, place. Yes, we do yes, feel true. very safe here. If there's mm-hmm. any place for a queer black woman CBD company to come through, <laughs> it, would, it would make sense that it came from here. But I think that we get each other. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is really important. But we also took the time to get each other. Okay. You know, we didn't just jump into it and be like, you know me, I know you. Mm-hmm. It's like that first year. And I find that most lesbian relationships, we like jumped to engaged mm-hmm. in like six months. Mm-hmm. We didn't get engaged for four years. So we were really like... We've done this. Yeah. We've both done this, and we want this to be different. Yeah. And I think as far as just in general going out into the world, there's a certain level of confidence to say that we are together sure. openly. Okay. Yeah. So when we go to these conferences, it's like when you yeah. come in into a room and you know you're supposed to be there, nobody questions it. Yeah. So it's like, it's no, yeah, this is, this is my fiancé, and it's mm-hmm. like, you got to just deal with it, you know. So I think that there there I don't think that there's any like hardships. There's people that say, you know, interesting things or and we always get hit on by guys, but at the end of the day it's like It's fun to just watch each other get out of it though. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like I'm not I don't need you to protect me or tell me right. that yeah. person not to speak to me. I'm going to just let him do his thing. And then we're going to be like, oh, that's my girlfriend, Danny. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and and all of like that. Right. And I think a lot of people respect our relationship. Mm-hmm. Once you yeah. see, like, how we interact with like each other, each other. Yeah. it's like, there, you know there's no in here. Listen, so it's right. like, okay, cool. So I think, you know, overall, as being a queer woman, I think it just gave us more confidence Mm -hmm. and comfort to be out i mean putting our faces on our brand was a big deal but the reason why was because people kept on thinking that we were working for somebody else they thought we were representing (laughs) because i mean from my marketing standpoint Mm -hmm. that's a huge compliment right like oh wow you think that it's such a big brand that you think that we were representatives for it thank you Mm -hmm. but also i think it's important for us to be seen as Mm -hmm. black women and Mm -hmm. even queer women here that are representation in all Category. Yeah, I didn't see little queer little girls that look like me growing mm-hmm. up. I, so I fought so much to be straight mm-hmm. or to force that narrative that I thought I had to choose, you know. Mm-hmm. And the only when I did see people that were gay, I'm like, they're basketball players. I'm like, well, I'm not attracted to that, so I can't be that. Yeah, you know. Right. So mm-hmm. now as an adult, I'm just like, you can be. The, if you feel that way. That most likely means that you entertain both. Because like, I like both, and I was right. just like, I'm bisexual, and so she. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not to put you shit up. No, I don't. Um, it's fine. But it's just like, we dated men most of our life. I mean, so. we, I was killing it in college. <laughs> <laughs> just for the record. Oh, no, the representation. It's yeah. so important, like, just to, whether you're trans, whether you're binary, queer, whatever you re- call yourself, own that. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, just own just whatever own that looks like. If you see a trans person, please don't ask them if they've transitioned. You know what I'm saying? Just respect whatever you see them as and just ask them, hey, what are your pronouns? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. let's just start giving some respect out to that because people are finally in the space that they can stand up for who and what they are. And I think that is a big reason just to bring it back while we do beautiful. We say we have a community of beautiful thinkers. So the beautiful thinkers is not race related it's not orientation it's just a beautiful thinker period and so that is i think that's what we bring from being so many different diversities mm-hmm. is saying you know what i've been in this box and i put myself in a box i'm not putting you in a box yeah. we're all beautiful thinkers let's all just come together mm-hmm. so that's really i think that inclusive nature in our company is where that well, comes also from how we live our life yeah mm-hmm. you know like we're not just around straight people or gay people right. or 
everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. everybody. My birthday with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. My there, sat on this party bus at my birthday. There was all different kinds of walks of life in this party bus. <laughs> they were all dressed in Halloween costumes in August. <laughs> <laughs> and we were going to a karaoke party. Love it. My mom lived her life with all those people watching. She yes. said, are they? Oh, okay. <laughs> And it's like you got my friend Theo who dressed up like Batman but talks like this. And, you know, it's just like it was it was so much fun. Yeah. Yes. It's being in a room of people that are just full of love and that are themselves and free. It's just it's so hard and welcome. to not be yeah. in those spaces and welcome. And welcome, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's what we in general are creating and what we want to do is create it's a so. welcome experience and welcoming brand. So. I love that we ask all of our guests. And it is, what is your dream for black women? My dream for black women is for them to see and find themselves in the way that they want themselves to be seen to the world. And most of the time that doesn't happen because, you know, we put our imposter mask on or whatever that other thing is that we do in front of other people. But I challenge you to find out who you are and really be that every day, Mm. no matter what it means or looks like to anyone else. Be you. Beautiful. There's this quote that I always say that I think is super it resonates with me and I want every other black woman to feel that and know that is I am no more powerful than anyone else. I am also no less powerful than anyone else. And I think that that is what I want black women to know is that you aren't any less. You aren't any we're not anymore. But, you know, it's just like... Are you sure we're not? I know. Not. You know I was trying to be... I was trying to, you know, it's, it's, just a, it's a little different sauce, and I think that that is what I want, like, people and black women specifically to know is that you belong in every room. And if they don't let you in that room, there is a room that you can either create or there's a room that's welcoming. And I've come across so many amazing black women that have put us in great positions. I've seen enough of them that think that, oh, black women just aren't going to look out for us. That's Mm. not true. It's not true. There are so many black women looking specifically to help us. So don't have if you have that thought in mind that black women aren't going to look out for you. That's what's going to happen. This was amazing. And I see there's only one box, so I don't know what Akilah's going to (laughs) do. I appreciate you bringing it. You see how that box is going closer to her right, side? Right, right. Don't worry. If you, if you run out of World of Unoya, check out www.worldofunoyaunoia.com. Okay. We were going to ask how can people yes. find she, she always kills it. You can do what the Instagram. And if you want to find us on Instagram, type in World of U-N-O-I-A. That's U-N-O-I-A. Be a beautiful thinker today. Yes, I love it. Yeah, this is always going to come down to the voiceover. It's so funny. She's like, you know you do different voices all the time. I was like, do I really? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. What's your favorite voice, though? Uh, prob- probably darling. Okay. <sighs> She's giving house of Balenciaga. Come on, give it, give it. <laughs> probably darling you know this one because it makes me feel, feel so marvelous and mm-hmm. I feel like I need like some pumpkin pie okay, okay. first of all <laughs> Mama Valencia yeah. <laughs> you, you know she's in the house of Valencia I love the next form. one I don't know the next one I'm gonna do it might mm-hmm. be in New York I'm not sure Ooh, okay but yeah. so I've never been to a ball. I've always been to a Okay, well, I'll make sure I get your info and I'll send it to you. Right, yeah, right. right. Yeah, they definitely have them in, in, in yeah, LA. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They have them everywhere. But yeah. Atlanta, I'll let you know. Okay, perfect, <laughs> perfect. 
Thank oh, you so fun. much. This is amazing. <laughs> we don't have the honey and agave anymore. Yeah. Oh, when you were so talking about honey, one, I was like, I know. So yeah. because we were in, we had a facility out in Colorado mm-hmm. that was that were making the honey and agave. It was just the expenses were so high to make it that we were in that the honey packets are you know fairly low cost so yeah. it just wasn't making sense so we're planning to bring it back but that's the only thing is that we don't have that agave. i know yeah. we don't have the honey in the is that a, like inflation symptom the cost yes but also i think the big thing is us not valuing ourselves at the beginning of our company and giving it to somebody else to figure out oh okay tell so, us more so basically we partnered with some engineers that you know, at the beginning, we we're like, yeah, we need help. Like, we need you to and do we this. Only and, the honey and we only had the honey and agave yeah. at the time. We yeah. didn't have any other products. And so they they said, yeah, we can do it. And we're going to get this facility. And we're going to get this equipment. We're going to do all this stuff. But we hadn't tested the market enough mm-hmm. to know, you know, what that would be like. And we thought we would sell a lot more. But, you know, it was just like a lot of different yeah, things we didn't. And I think overall... I was thinking that we needed a lot more help than we actually did. That's why I say, in a way, yes, we needed them to make it. Mm -hmm. But I was very much like, oh, yeah, are those the projections you think? Yeah, then, okay, those are the projections. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you think that, then I was just going along because I just Mm -hmm. thought that, you know, but that was one of those situations why I say it's so close Mm -hmm. to me. Is like no, we have to know what we know and be confident That's in what real. we know. And like, because if other you make a mistake, you, it's your mistake and it you'll is. learn. Yes, yeah. part yeah. of a growing business. Yeah. What are those startup costs though? Because I feel yeah, like, right. yeah, when we got a facility and you don't have to do this, yeah. <laughs> we got a facility where we were paying like twenty five hundred for rent, and okay. we couldn't um, have it in Georgia. Yeah, at the time, the state yeah. that was legally oh. selling THC to for us to be able to make. A CBD Even product. with CBD, you have to... Yeah, okay, I guess it was at like the a, time... Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. was like manufacturing... Yeah. We had to go to a state that had manufacturing available for mm-hmm. CBD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the one of the engineers we knew, they lived in Colorado, and it was a perfect kind of storm. So, yeah, but it, the, the other costs are... Like I said, marketing. So, you know, I don't, I would charge way more, but obviously I don't charge anything at all for for what we're doing. Uh, Labels, people have, you have to buy labels. And with CBD and THC, both regulations change. So you may have to buy, like, get a whole new label even after you bought a thousand of them. You have to redo. And overall, just finding, good manufacturers so mm-hmm. the time to find the right people because there's a whole lot of you know there's a lot of snakes in this industry sure. so you want to make sure the cbd that you have actually works how do you know you kind of have yeah, to, okay yeah, the third, yeah the, so the third party testing which we did not anticipate being so expensive yeah, but imagine. we have to because uh, mm. we know and there's different tests you can have you can have just like does this have the amount of cbd that you say it does and then they have does this have you know, pesticides and all those metals. things, metals and, and that. And we decided to do the fuller panel, which was at least three or four times the cost. Mm-hmm. But Quality we knew control. that we wanted our customers to feel comfortable. And they can look them up online on our website. You can see each product. Yeah, tests, all the so tests. They can feel comfortable seeing no THC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, people need to see that. That's true. And I would say website, you know, just the, the small cost of getting shipping, like all the different software right. that you have to do from the website to, because CBD you can't accept money from everybody. Stripe does not allow you to have a CBD company. Yeah. PayPal does not allow you to be a CBD you company. If you choose to do it with them. Oh, well, no, God. you can't How do that. Certain com- wow. Certain- 
like insurances and things are like way more. Well, yeah, no, so our credit card processes. Yeah. There's insurance, but the, the the credit card processing fee is higher for okay. CBD. Okay. So it's like about a, a percentage point or more higher. And for than small that. businesses, those That's, really add yeah, up. That yeah, really, yeah, and yeah. I can't even look at it because it's like That's I can't crazy. even know. Um, and then. I would say the shipping cost, you know, when we're doing things. And inventory is obviously a huge mm-hmm. one. So mm-hmm. we're in a, a couple of stores now. So nice. we have to be aware of like, okay, we got to buy. And you have to buy in bulk. You can't mm-hmm. just buy 20 because you need 20 for the store. You have to yeah. buy 100, 200, 300 at a time. And um, it takes time to get to you. And yeah, all that yeah, the shipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the shipping cost for the inventory. Yeah, you know, so there's a lot of different lot things, of things that come on. across. I don't know if this is too personal of a question, but so many times we see entrepreneurs, and it appears to be overnight success. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to reach profitability? Probably this year. So I would say the last couple of years. One, we we made. I won't say mistakes. We had that facility that we're paying $2,500 a month. That mm-hmm. was just, if we had not done that last year, we would have been profitable. Right. Wow. So that, that was good for me to it's at least see, because yeah. I was just yeah. like, uh, well, and right. we knew how much we could spend. Cause if we would have thought about it before, we're like, Oh, we can't spend $2,500. We don't have that. But right. like we figured it out. Even we hustled. Yeah, we yeah, hustled, and we never had to come out of pocket to that. Yeah. Wow. So, that, so yeah. we always had enough sales. It was that's close. Nice. It was right. we got tight sometimes, but we were like, at the very least, we just gotta. We don't want to come out Net zero. Yeah. Like it's, right. So that was kind of the first year, and again, that was twenty twenty, or our first year was twenty twenty, which mm. that was like. I mean, we were around twenty nineteen. New brand, new, all that. 2020, we're excited. January, this is going to be our year. March, (laughs) boom, whole world shuts down. So we're thinking we're going to have events and all Mm -hmm. this stuff. So that did not happen. And then this year, we're finally doing more. But we need the PR. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the next expense that we want to have. Because we do think we have a beautiful, cool story. But it has to get out there. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's that's why we really appreciate doing this. So you guys have this. This was amazing. This was such a good conversation. Like, for real. (laughs) I'm excited about it. Thanks again for coming. Welcome, you are tuned into Monuments to Me, brought to you by Revolt. This podcast is a space for honest and relevant conversations meant to recharge Black women and inspire you on your journey. We're your hosts, Akila Friend and Ty McRae, and each week we'll be addressing a range of topics from self-care, entrepreneurship, to politics and relationships. Join us as we explore the ups and downs and bask in the joys of Black womanhood. Another episode in the books, and this one I felt like was so good. It was so informative in so many ways. (laughs) I know that we're talking about so many different topics. Yes. But I love the recurring theme that seems to pop up every episode. And when they mentioned just being in touch with your body and how much people are so disconnected and being on a healing journey, that was one of my favorite parts. What about you? I love it. I I would say the same, the healing journey, but also the journey. It doesn't sound like the journey to being comfortable with themselves, but at the very least, it was like a journey to really showcasing themselves in the full spectrum and really mm-hmm. showcasing that in the business and with each other. Like, I love their own, their relationship story. How it was like a... They're so yeah, cute. Putting <laughs> their toe in the water with each one. Are you going to be okay if I do this? Is, is this okay? Am I okay with being 100% myself 
with you within the relationship and in the business. And I love that they were kind of, they quickly realized yes. And because of that, it seems like they are flourishing. <laughs> it does. It took me out though at the beginning when they talked about being in a relationship where they were with someone who was kind. Yes. And that's really like, that's the minimum. But it's also the maximum, right? Like, I feel like, yes, it should be the bare minimum in terms of date someone who's kind to you. But, like, how do you determine that kindness from jump, right? And if they are treating you with <laughs> kindness, that's how you determine it. Determine that that is, that is enough, you know, or not even enough. If that is like. If that exists. If that exists. They right. were saying that it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And my question is, why isn't it not a requirement for yes. relationships that it exists? Yes. I don't know. And that's a great question. Because I feel like that's something that everyone says they want, they look for, that they have. But then there, I think there's just levels to kindness. I feel like they, you know, it's kind enough. But you don't want kind enough. You want kind, period. <laughs> it's, it's no levels for me. It has to be there. And so when I hear that people are existing without it, it just made me so sad. And then it made it even more beautiful that they found it. They had a beautiful story, both in terms of their love life and their business. And I love their honesty. Yes. Like, we were not immediately profitable. It was not all sunshines. We make mistakes. And that would be another one of the recurring themes that I keep hearing from people, where you just have to give yourself space and grace to win. Like, it's not going to happen immediately. And it's not going to it's not gonna happen immediately, And but you have to believe that it will happen, mm-hmm. right? Because this was years down the road, and, and now they're, they're in their profit margin. And you have to kind of learn with people who to trust, who not to trust in this business, it seems like, especially because, as you mentioned, there's some snakes when it comes to CBD and or THC overall, just because of the regulation or levels to regulation there, too. So that was interesting, for sure. Not an easy business to navigate, but I don't think entrepreneurship is an easy business to navigate, so. Yeah, one other thing, too, I just want to mention, because they were talking about, obviously, their story, they were talking about the business, but also the circumference with that and wellness and self-care, which I really love. Like, I, I love the fact that they were saying, you know, while you can't, you know, through, I guess, FHA regulations can't formally say it, but there's so many ways when it comes to CBD and how it helps with just your overall mental well-being and the uses for their product. So I like when the product has a use for yourself <laughs> and it's actually a positive outcome. I like that they really were clear that it was a part of a overall well-being package because there are so many people I know who it feels like it's their sole coping mechanism. And I liked that they talked about like exercise and energy work and good communications and healthy relationships. And like, this is not going to be the thing that saves you. Yeah. You know, and and taking that approach like this pill, this drug is going to be the thing that saves me is really like a very Western medical approach. Yeah, and forming a new level of dependency. It's like exactly all of this, and I think what makes them so amazing is that you know they're dependent on themselves. Get yourself out of this. Get yourself into this. Get Mm -hmm. you know other people to be wrapped up in what you've got going on. And so I think sometimes when it comes to certain things, like you said, it's a lot of dependency. Because I would I would admit at first with with this. When I came into the conversation, I thought this was going to be a cure for something. What is the cure for X, you know? And so it was interesting to hear them talk about this just being a part of a holistic practice. What if, Akela, we are our own cure? Ooh. <laughs> and what if we believed it? Because I'd be like trying to say, oh, I'm everything, I'm this and that. But it's like, okay, really put it into practice. <laughs> well, this week, what is your dream for black women? I guess we'll leave it at that. I hope, you know, my dream for black women this week is that we put the cure that is black women into practice. Like, how do you 
be your best self, not only to yourself, but also in the world and how you show up around night. And I hope we kind of realize that this is, we don't necessarily have to be the cure for something, but we can be a part of something and be like, and be amazing just because of that. And this week, my dream is that Black women experience love and kindness in relationships. Yes, yes. Especially the one with yourself, right? (laughs) Most important one. There you go. Thanks for listening to another episode of Monuments to Me brought to you by Revolt. Make sure to keep up with us by liking, subscribing, reviewing our podcast. We are episodes, episodes deep at this point, and we love seeing your reviews. So tap in with us. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Thank you for tuning into Monuments to Me. A special thank you to Revolt for creating the space for Black women to have important conversations. If you liked what you heard today, and we are so sure that you did, then subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend to tell a friend about your new favorite podcast. Head over to Revolt.com to stay connected to all things Monuments to Me. And follow your hosts, Ty and Tequila, on Instagram. The link is in the show notes. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.